0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. It's said that any society is three missed meals away from chaos. Think of that. We saw it in New Orleans when the levees broke. Three days and it's chaos. Three skipped meals in any society, and it's chaos. Have you solved your food problem yet? Imagine what would happen if those that depend on you had no access to food because of whatever is going on in the world. The last thing you want to do is suffer through a crisis without access to food, and that's why I encourage you to take decisive action now while you can to protect yourself and your family by building an emergency food supply. My Patriot Supply is standing by to help right now. This week, their four-week food supply is not. 99 bucks. That's 140 adult servings of easy to cook food that lasts up to 25 years, but you got to order now. Call 888 411 6875 or visit preparewithbeck.com. Limit two at this special $99 price, but the number to call is 888 411 6875. Or you can go online at preparewithbeck.com.
1: Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network.
0: So here's a list of just some of the 36 countries on Earth that have better health care than the United States of America. Now, this is according to the U.N.'s World Health Organization. Costa Rica, Dominica, Chile, Saudi Arabia, Cyprus, Colombia, Iceland, Greece, Oman, Malta, San Marino, and Andorra. I don't even know where Andorra was. I thought that was the mother-in-law in Bewitched. And she has better health care than we do? I wonder how many of the world leaders, if they had a serious life-threatening health crisis, would choose to go to Costa Rica or Colombia or Andorra. Well I mean maybe Andorra because she could pop that cancer away. Or would they go to the United States of America? Or would they choose France or even England over the US? It seems to me that they all park their planes around a Mayo or Cleveland clinic. The WHO report, of course, is crazy, and it's based upon totally unrelated factors like literacy and life expectancy. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody go into the hospital to cure them of not being able to read. Responsiveness and equality and fair financial contribution. It reads like a list of socialist Stalinist activist demands. France is supposedly the country with the best healthcare in the world, rated number one by the WHO. But on with the countdown, because the government pays for virtually everything involving healthcare for the French people. From the TV channel France24, their English broadcast.
2: So, if people effectively don't have to pay for
0: health care or at least very little, who's actually paying for it? Well, the system is financed by taxation and participation by employers and employees. Uh, let's take an example, for instance. If you have a 100 euro salary, well, on average, employers will contribute an extra 12.8% euros towards health care and employees, you can see here, will contribute 75 cents from their salaries. So essentially, uh, employers and employees pump a lot into the system, but they also get a lot back from the system. Indeed, but in recent years, the system has been struggling to stay afloat. That's right. Rising unemployment and an aging population means that that less money is being pumped into the system. And also, spending is very high in France. France spends a lot on health care. Now, as they pointed out on that very upbeat report, out of 100 euros, employers pay 1280. Employees, 75 cents. The rest comes through the government through payroll and income taxes. In other words, the French people pay crushing taxes to fund their health care system. The government's not paying for it. You are. Oh, the French. In January 2016, things had gotten so bad with France's socialist policies that the government declared a state of economic emergency. Clear back in 2012, conditions there were such that France raised their top tax rate to 75%. That created so much outcry and prompted so many prominent citizens to leave that the revenue of the state declined. And what a surprise, the debt skyrocketed. Oh my gosh, I thought raising taxes always meant the government had more money. So less than two years later, France quickly lowered the top rate back to 50 and 55 percent. Oh, thank you. I'd like more, please. Greece, who also is listed far above the U.S. on the WHO healthcare list, is experiencing similar problems. Greek hospital workers have held a march in Athens, show their anger at the country's failing health system. They say tough austerity budget cuts and limited human resource resources, that is, are taking a heavy toll on Greek citizens. Health workers also express concern about upcoming tax and pension reforms. So even if the services provided by single-payer universal health care were far superior to what is provided in America, which they aren't, what good are those services if they collapse your economy and your country? You may remember Michael Moore's documentary, Sicko, which I thought was a personal autobiography, but it turned out it was about health care. It claimed that even Cuba's healthcare system was superior to ours. John Stossel challenged him on 2020. They
2: believe in preventative medicine. And it seems like there's a doctor on every block. When Moore's group arrived, they were taken to a special section of this showcase hospital. I asked them to give us the same exact care they give their fellow Cuban citizens. No more, no less. And that's what they did you really think that's what they did? Oh, I know that's what they did. It's an average hospital. I mean, they have, yes, they have a clinic
0: in every neighborhood in Cuba. This isn't just me saying this, you know. All the world health organizations or whatever have confirmed that if there's one thing they do right in Cuba, it's health care. And, and there's very little debate uh, uh, about that. Oh,
2: there's plenty of debate.
1: These films that try to portray the health care in Cuba as being superior, they are lacking in providing truth.
2: Cuban-born human rights advocate Dr. Jose Caro says Moore's movie tells lies. And there are plenty of pictures like these smuggled out of Cuba that tell a different story. A story of dilapidated hospitals with bleak rooms where patients have to hang clothes to dry on the windows. Filthy conditions, floors covered with bugs, patients who are neglected, some who starve. George Utzet, who writes the anti-Castro website, therealcuba.com, says Moore and his group were taken to a part of this hospital that's reserved for the privileged. Elites, he says, get special treatment. They don't go to the hospital for regular Cuban. They go to hospital for the elite.
0: Britain is often touted by the American left as a model to which we should all aspire as well. As an aside, it is fascinating how the left seems to yearn for all of the systems, all of the laws and cultures of the nation we specifically split from and fought two wars with to gain our own independence for all the very same reasons, but I digress. The NHS, the National Health Services in Britain, is also under incredible pressure, as reported by England's daily national newspaper, The Guardian.
1: Problems within the NHS are only going to get worse, the Patients Association has warned after a study showed that tens of thousands of people are being forced to wait more than 18 weeks for routine surgery. A report entitled Feeling the Wait found that hospital trusts across England each cancelled an average of 753 operations on the day in 2015. Equipment shortages, a lack of beds and scheduling errors were the main reasons given to patients in such cases, the authors said. The total number of procedures canceled by individual trusts ranged from 8 to 3,269. They further reported, the number of patients waiting more than 18 weeks for elective surgery, such as hip or knee operations, was 92,739 in 2015, compared with 51,388 in 2014, a rise of about 80%.
0: European Parliament member and renowned British citizen Daniel Hannan talked about Britain's socialized medicine.
2: The reality is, it hasn't worked. It has made people iller. We spend a lot of money and we get very bad results. You look at uh, survival rates for cancer or heart disease. We are well down on on all the leagues. We have very few doctors. Uh, we disincentivize people from practicing medicine in this country. A lot of our best and brightest doctors emigrate. Uh, a lot of them go to, to North America well, because there's no market. There's nothing that, uh, that helps them. And of course, the government for a long time would always say, well, we can just make this work a little bit more if we, if we spend more. So the, the current government has almost uh, increased by about 80% spending on health care. But of course, as long as you have a socialist system, no amount of extra spending is going to rescue it. And so there was an absolutely neat example of the unplanned consequences of socialism. Uh, the government decreed centrally that all general practitioners were going to get a big pay rise. Well, doctors are human beings. They understandably started working shorter hours. Yeah. So uh, the effect of this massive injection of government cash, well, wasn't just to be useless, it actually made it worse. So what about Canada?
0: Canada's system is really super great, right? I mean, Canadians love their healthcare system. From Canada's City Journal just a few years ago, mountain bike enthusiast Suzanne Acoyne, had to fight more than her stage 4 colon cancer. Her doctor suggested a proven cancer drug that targets cancer cells exclusively. Unlike conventional chemotherapies that crudely kill all fast-growing cells in the body, Acoin went to a clinic to begin treatment. But if this drug offered hope, Acoin's insurance didn't. She received one inscrutable form letter after another, rejecting her claim for reimbursement. Just yet another example of the calloused hand of managed care depriving someone of needed medical help, right? Guess again. This drug is standard treatment, covered by insurance companies in the United States. A coin lives in Ontario, Canada. When A coin appealed to an official ombudsman, the Ontario government claimed that her treatment was unproven and she had gone to an uncredited clinic. But the FDA in the U.S. had approved this drug, and her clinic was a cancer center affiliated with a prominent Catholic hospital in Buffalo. In January 2016, the Ombudsman ruled in a coin's favor, awarding her the cost of treatment. This represents a dramatic new trend in Canadian healthcare advocacy, finding a treatment you need in another country, and then fighting the Canadian bureaucrats, and often suing to get them to pick up the tab. Canadian doctor Adam Graetzer, he wrote a book called The Cure. And here's what he says about the Canadian system. People line up for care. Some of them die. That's what happens.
2: The more time I spent in the Canadian system, the more I came across people waiting for radiation therapy, waiting for the knee
1: replacement so they could finally walk up to the second floor of their house. You want to see your neurologist because of your stress headache? No problem. You just have to wait six months.
0: So here are the facts. The United States is unsurpassed in quality of health care. America's doctors rank number one in the world in most global surveys. Or where they're not ranked number one they are definitely number two and only to Germany 11 of the top 12 ranking hospitals in the world are here in the United States 11 of them now is medical care expensive yeah prescription drugs expensive Uh yeah but keep in mind the vast majority of research and development of new drugs is done here in 2014 Fifty-seven percent of all of the new drugs developed in the world came from the American pharmaceutical companies. The next closest country was Switzerland with 13 percent. Have there been issues with medical insurance that have made it difficult for some Americans to get or keep their health care insurance? Yeah. But the number and frequency of problems were grossly exaggerated by the left during the Obamacare debate, and quite honestly. If you're pushing for socialized medicine, do you make it easier for the healthcare companies to screw the citizens? Or do you actually make it harder? Remember, your goal is to demonize them and get government-controlled healthcare. Progressives make it sound as though people were dying in the streets every day. That there are piles of bodies of people right outside of the hospitals that were refused medical care. But that just isn't the case, and it never has been the case. In fact, if anybody shows up at an emergency room seeking treatment, I don't care if it's Osama bin Laden. Oh, I've just been shot. They have to be given proper medical care by law. But again, that isn't really the picture that was painted by all of those who are trying to transform America's health care system. I'm going to look into those in the next episode.
1: Glenn Beck.
0: The place radio network. It said that any society is three missed meals away from chaos. Think of that. We saw it in New Orleans when the levees broke. Three days and it's chaos. Three skipped meals in any society and it's chaos. Have you solved your food problem yet? Imagine what would happen if those that depend on you had no access to food because of whatever is going on in the world. The last thing you want to do is suffer through a crisis without access to food, and that's why I encourage you to take decisive action now while you can to protect yourself and your family by building an emergency food supply. My Patriot Supply is standing by to help right now. This week, their four-week food supply is 99 bucks. That's 140 adult servings of easy-to-cook food that lasts up to 25 years, but you got to order now. Call 888-411-6875 or visit preparewithbeck.com. Limit two at this special $99 price, but the number to call is 888-411-6875, or you can go online at preparewithbeck.com.